0: My name is Stephen Sindoni. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast of The Vedas Revealed. In today's program, I will attempt to answer the question Who were the Aryans? For the answer to this question, we shall have to go back beyond the dawn of history. 60,000 years ago, according to many scholars, a white people now called Indo Europeans or Aryans inhabited the vicinity of what is now Pamir in Siberia. The Aryans were a noble race, the forefathers of European civilization as well as the civilization of India. Their language, their grammatical forms persist to this day in English, in Latin, in Classical Greek, in German, in the Scandinavian tongues, in the ancient Sanskrit of India and Tibet. For some reason lost in the dim reaches of the past, this noble people scattered. Part immigrated west and became Germans and Scandinavians, part settled in prehistoric Greece and Italy, and later established the great civilization that flourished there. Through the Danes, the Angles and Saxons, and later the Normans, who conquered England, the modern Englishman and American, are Indo-Europeans, descendants of that noble race. Part of the original people moved south and east, establishing the great civilizations of Persia and India. According to Philologists, the common ancestral language from which modern and classical Indo-European languages sprang existed at least 12,000 years ago and showed at that time the high development of a superior race. These white cousins of ours, the Aryans, some thousands of years ago invaded India from the north. The exact date is still a mystery, but in the dim beginning of history we find them true to their noble traditions, the rulers of the country kindly, civilized, but careful as their modern cousins Englishmen, Germans, Americans to keep their white blood pure. To ensure the bloodline they established a rigid caste system to prevent marriage between the white ruling classes and the aborigines of India. In the march of the centuries this caste system failed of its purpose and today only a few of the nobles and princes of India are pure white. In the times of the Vedas, variously estimated 3,500 to 8,500 years ago, we find these benign, cultured, thoughtful people, still pure white, developing a philosophy showing unique concern for spiritual matters for truth, beauty and social progress. Moreover, they tolerantly forced the religious freedom and independence of thought. Contemplation of the riddles of life became a ruling passion. 2,000 years ago, before Copernicus, they discovered that the earth was round, that the sun never sets. Some scholars trace back to them the invention of algebra and the beginnings of astronomy. For several hundred years this wisdom flourished and India flourished. Abstract wisdom united with practical psychology. They understood the powers and functions of our minds and they learned to apply this knowledge to the problems of life, to the strengthening of character and personality, to master circumstance and their physical well-being. The knowledge was carefully guarded by sages from the unworthy. What could be shared to the public was disclosed in the Upanishads, the Bhagavad Gita, the teachings of the Buddha, and various other classics written in Sanskrit, the language held by scholars to be the purest known form of that mother tongue, of the Indo-Europeans, of 12,000 years ago, the language closest to the original tongue of the American, the Englishman, the German and the Greek, the language reaching far back into the ages than any other so far as can be known today. But the inevitable happened. Every civilization sooner or later goes into decline. The noble blood of the proud, intelligent Aryans became less and less pure, combined with that of their subjects. War, overpopulation, turmoil, and strife took their toll. Like many other originally beautiful philosophies, the wisdom was changed by the priests to suit their own needs. Wise men who scoffed at idols were themselves worshiped as idols a few hundred years later. Because the masses could not be won with stern and abstract conceptions above their comprehension, superstitions and incantations were added so that certain religions organizations flourished in India China and Japan Today are but characters of the marvelous wisdom using the names of the great seers in vain and India itself sank into the mire of ignorance and depravity characterizing great sections of it today In India, the secret wisdom was passed along from master to pupil, from wise man to wise man, for countless ages. Beginning perhaps 7,000 years ago, before the chain was broken, before the wisdom was changed, a wise man named Padma Sambhava, a professor at a great university in India, brought the ancient Sanskrit wisdom to Tibet 1,200 years ago. And amid all the changes, the great original wisdom was saved thanks to that land which was free of strife and war, Tibet, protected by nature herself with barriers insurmountable to the greed and warlust of surrounding nations. Here men of Mongolian extraction were to preserve for the Indo-European the original wisdom of his own white race to be given back when he showed himself ready for it or when, as now, the barriers of nature seemed to no longer be sufficient to protect the sanctuary. In closing, I would like to add that if our modern world, with all of its technology, should be able to recapture this power, the Earth's natural resources and spiritual way of life, we would raise the vibration on this planet and live in peace. True democracy would then reach out all over the world, and heaven would reign here on Earth. Thank you for watching The Vedas Revealed.